0: Dot com. So to get things underway, I've selected a passage from the AA Big Book on page 62, and then I'll hand it over to Paul. We'll talk about it for a while and open up for questions and comments. So here we go, page 62. Let me get this up here. All right. Selfishness, self-centeredness. That we think is the root of our troubles. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking and self-pity, we step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find that at some time in the past, we've made decisions based on self, which later placed us in a position to be hurt. So our troubles, we think, are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourselves. And the alcoholics is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. We must or it kills us. God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them, even though we would have liked to. Neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. We had to have God's help. So that's the reading, Paul. Thanks, I, Yeah.
1: Welcome, everyone. Paul, alcoholic uh yeah well this self-centeredness it's funny that we have a topic of self-centeredness while we're (laughs) self-centered it just blows my mind (laughs) so by objectifying a subjective state we think we know it we but we don't see the subjectiveness of it yeah we whatever that is us whatever that is is centered on self yeah and that centering or triangulation is supported and reinforced by the mental activity now an alcoholic is an extreme example of a life centered on self yeah which is in a way great because people who have a less of a Uh, a less flamboyant condition can see by our of the effects in us before they have to go to that light length hopefully but obviously it's never applied to people you know they think they're not alcoholics so they're not interested really so the self-centeredness protects itself you know at every curve and every bend yeah But if I, that's how I read it now, you know, selfishness, self-centeredness. Yeah. That we think is the root of our trouble. So what is, you could call trusting the finite self as self-centeredness and then trusting the infinite is other-centeredness. Yeah. Or let's say spirit-centeredness. So instead of self-centeredness, I don't like terms, but we'll use them. Spirit-centeredness. Yeah. That's perhaps the better way. Now, the trick with this is self is a tricky thing because it's actually not there, but it's implied or assumed to be there. So there's an act of being identified as self that the condition the mental condition where alcoholism resides uh, lives by, and that act the act of being identified as self travels. So you may have an objectification of self-centeredness, but you may be seeing it from a subjectification of self-centeredness. So then the subjectiveness tries to get out of the object and we got caught in that net of self can't get out of self. It's just that simple because we may have seen one aspect of it, but we haven't seen the other. Yeah. So, and here it, it's, it's really cool in a way because he says, All right, self is what has defeated us. Then he says, So our troubles we think are basically of our own making. So, in a sense, they were in the act of being identified as self. Yeah. They saw it as, Yes, this is what has defeated us. And then they called its defeat based on us. We did it. Yeah. So that would be the act of being identified as self, I would say. Yeah. So, Sometimes they hurt us seemingly in this part here, Uh, but we invariably find most people don't unless they come into a program of recovery. Most people do not invariably find that at some time in the past, we had made decisions based on self, which later placed us in a position to be hurt. They can live a whole lifetime not seeing that. Yeah, so it's not invariably in recovery if you do what we do and, and follow the steps, invariably, you should see self rolling things, but it doesn't happen for most people. Yeah. They they have a, a concrete story that they've been fucked with. Yeah. Or they have grievances. They're using it on a large scale now. A lot of people's direction in life is being directed by a a manufacturing of grievance, yeah? And, jeez, uh, so we don't find, I don't think, <laughs> we, most people invariably don't find that, I think. But whatever, you know. In recovery, yes. Because if you see your role in things, you're apt to see self's role in things. And I hope with the right, counseling and understanding passed on, you can. Even though you don't have the eyes to see it now, you can wear a pair of glasses which will allow you to see it, yeah? And that's maybe all you need. But without an understanding floating around and everything getting reinforced that it's yours, 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 who's gonna know the difference, you know? Of course, they're my resentments. Everything else is mine, yeah. so. It's my defeat. I did it. So, in one sense, he's saying self and self centeredness and driven by a hundred forms. So, we must be that which is driven. And it seems like self is the driving force. Yeah. That would make it different than what's driven. Yeah. You don't have, well, now maybe you have the driverless cars, but before you'd have the driver and the car was driven they weren't the same. Yeah. So I feel he's saying, all right, self has driven us to a defeat. Yeah. And yet the next thing he says out, we, so our troubles we think are basically of our own making. I don't understand that. That only could come from an act of being identified as self. Yeah. You have the, you've gotten the download and yet the the stubbornness of the identification is in the next sentence. So selfishness, self-centeredness, that we think is the root of our troubles. So centered on self. Who or what is centered on self? It can't be self. Yeah. Something is centered on something else, self. What is that something? Is it self? Of course it can't how could it be? It's like the vague assumption or pointing that we are something other than self. Yeah. So driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity, hey, three out of, of four ain't bad. Yeah. I mean that should give you a certain clue of the of the culprit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It it walks like a duck, it quacks like it's a duck. Yes. Self. we step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation. This sentence, when I had the eyes to see it, was an incredible bringer of great relief. It, it's it, it was a quantum leap in seeing my role in things. It was truly. I mean, this rang so true in my experience in the first year of recovery. Unbelievable. Before I was just on the consequential level, you know, I saw no, I saw no beginnings of anything. It was just, yeah. And then I started to see the pattern of how self had defeated me, right? Sometimes they hurt us. Yeah. But we invariably find that at some time in the past we have made decisions based on self, which later placed us in a position to be hurt. Yeah, if you're following the suggestions and the program, I don't believe we invariably go there. (laughs) So our troubles, we think, are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourselves, which I believe. They arise out of self, I would say. Yes? And then there's the mistaken identity, which I'm attempting, you know, we're sharing this idea every week for years. Yeah. So... They arise out of ourselves, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will-run riot, though he do- usually doesn't think so. What's not thinking so is the selfing. <laughs> yeah, the selfing has a bias. It's not being convinced by the evidence, obviously, yeah, because it has a drive to survive, and the parasite needs the host to be sort of out to lunch so it can continue to thrive as the host yeah so any information that the host could receive about the parasite is going to be thwarted by the parasite catching it first yeah so before it gets to your your address it gets the mail and doctors the story and then you have another story it's them If I only could manage if I only manage better, everything will go great yeah so it it we're like in a pause, and it just gives us an answer yeah <laughs> so, so so our troubles we think are basically of our own making. I just don't agree with that that's all I don't they arise out of ourselves, I believe they arise out of self, yes. And the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot. I'm totally in that, that, though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of the selfishness. How are we going to do that ourselves? <laughs> you'll have to, you're constantly having to, you'll constantly have to pick up the garbage if you're the garbage or if you're taking yourself to be garbage. Because there'll be more made, you know. (laughs) Uh, Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of the selfishness. We must, or it kills us. So he's basically saying what we talk about resentment. He's saying selfishness is going to kill us. Yeah. God makes that possible. There you go. Let's just say it's possible. If you you don't want to have any name, it's possible. There is a solution. That's all, you, that's awesome. We must, all right. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid, this power's aid. Yeah. I think it's past the word often seems no way. I think there's no way really. Yeah. Many of us have had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them because something has been living as us. That's why. That something has no interest in living up to these morals if it's against ins- its interest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, it just doesn't give a shit. Uh <laughs> many of us uh yeah but we could not live up to them even though we would have liked to that seems makes that's a sense of powerlessness eh which is the dilemma so why if there's an ability to have power in us and we're in powerlessness something has diverted the power yes something is taking the unsuspected resource let's say and has been using it for its own ends yeah we feel powerless, but the fucking parasite's doing quite well. Hmm. All right. Neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. Well, this is the whole point, that this is a higher power reliance program, not a self-help program. Yeah. We have to have God's help. And then i like to add this is the how and why of it first of all we had to quit playing god it didn't work so in a linear hierarchy first would be more important than next yes so first quit playing god next is the third the third step principle so why is it important first because that that which is playing god may play god with the third step and make it like a transactional idea. Like I'm going to turn this over, but if I decide to change my mind, it's like a you know a bully giving a kid in the in the playgrounds uh, you know a bag of candy, and then the bully decides it wants it back. It takes it back from the kid. <laughs> yeah, that's not surrender or turning one's will and life over to care. That's transactional. Yeah. So I think they were warning us in a way that if this self that has defeated us claims to be the one that's going to turn itself over to the care of a higher power, beware. (laughs) It may be playing God. (laughs) And if you don't have a sense at all of playing God, when you wake up in the morning and the head tells you that how the day's gonna be, that's playing God. When it tells you how next year's gonna be, that's playing God. When it tells you how you are, that's playing God. When it tells you how they are, that's playing God. <laughs> the head is playing God. Doesn't mean you're playing God, thank God. <laughs> it means the head is, yeah? If you can see you're not that which is playing God, then that God juice that we are we make available to, it gets withheld from it, yeah? And then you see its little antics and it doesn't cause a, a, a fucking action as a response. You don't fucking do something stupid. Yeah, you may feel it, you may die, but you're not picking up a drink, yeah? You're not making that phone call. You're not doing something stupid because now, the parasite is experiencing powerlessness, which it doesn't like, yeah? So it amps up the yapping, yeah? Because it's not getting its way anymore. You're not doing its shopping, yeah? You're starving it, so to speak. And now it doesn't like the new position it's in, which is it's subordinate to a greater power that's moving through our life. We're now feeling as if we're protected and safe or placed in a position of neutrality because the parasite has been severely weakened, because the juice it was usurping is now being used by the higher power. Yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, perhaps there's a better way. There you go. Trusting the infinite. What is trusting the infinite? See, if you're going to say trust the infinite, I would put the little warning. Yeah, yeah. Not trusting self. And then trusting the infinite, because you could be trusting infinite, which would be used as a huge way of trusting the finite self. That's it's got a little tricky move. But once you hear it, you'll see it a few times, you'll understand it. Yeah, you'll start to recognize it. Yeah. That's why self can't get out of self. Yeah, so. Yeah, it'll tell you you're in something and then give you a plan to get out. And the fact was you were never actually in. Yeah. So the out is really the in in a weird way. It says you're fucked and you're not. And then you do all this shit like getting loaded or something to feel unfucked. And now you're really fucked. Yeah. That's what it does quite a lot. You can recognize it now, I hope. So, yeah. All right. And then it goes on. I think the most one of the most important unspoken steps is first of all we have to quit playing God, to me. So that would mean uh, the funny thing is again I believe there's an act of identification as self underlying how they made that statement because they were assuming they were playing God, but I don't I don't assume that I believe something else is playing God, yeah so yeah that's all this is the only thing we're not you know the program is completely sound i don't believe they had uh the clearest identification as the exact nature of the wrong because they'll say it and then they'll pledge allegiance to the act of being identified as self in the next sentence yeah they'll say self is what has defeated us and then they'll tell then they'll say you're you're uh these are make you're the making of all these problems so what is it yeah is it you or is it self i think there was an act of being identified so it switches you can read it yeah some sentences are incredibly super clear and then the next thing they they regroup and go and we did it all yeah it says self's manifestations is what has defeated us and then we did it no i don't that's To me, the act of identification of self, yeah? I don't feel you can be free from something if you're taking it to be you. I just don't. I think there's there's a, a requirement necessary to be free from something. You've got to have a sense you're not that. If you keep thinking it's you, you're trying to be free as that something. And I don't believe that works, yeah? Yeah? Because trying to be free as self is like trying to be free as a ghost. Yes? Yeah? The freedom is from that, not as the ghost. It's from it, yeah? By what? Recognizing it's not you. That's what happened with me. It was sudden, almost like a a like a stone in a waterfall. It just hit and then hit again. I saw self, in that sentence on page 64 as foreign completely. Yeah. And then how I read the rest of the sentence was different then. I saw self as foreign. It says, all right, being convinced, and that means to believe with certainty. And I was at that moment, being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. That's the statement very important it says this is the requirement being convinced and this is the statement self manifests in various ways is what has defeated us it mentions two things self and us it doesn't say self and self yeah and then after the us it says if you are basically is the implication we're now going to look at its common manifestations meaning self's common manifestations in our lives and then the next paragraph is resentment and then fear and then harming others by looking at our sexual behavior yeah so those three manifestations are of self i don't see why we keep passing on the message that they're ours i think it's I'm, i think it's severely limiting the possibility that recovery offers i do yeah. So, yeah. I just keep putting it out there because it worked with me. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Maybe, obviously, it's the power. But the power combined with this understanding has really uh, erased the biggest problem that I ever had in my life, which was alcoholism. Yeah, the problem does not exist for me today, hallelujah. And I believe why is it the problem doesn't exist as me today, yeah, as me, I'm not identified as it. What I see in my head, I'm not taking at me as the author, I'm not, I think it's just a fucking, like a propaganda channel that keeps playing, you know, I, me, my all day, you know, and it's really, It uses now to broadcast a future and past world. Yeah. So I live in, while I'm listening to that station, or if I'm devoted to it, I'm really up the ass of that station. I'm really living out of what's not happening. Yeah. What am I going to do if someone's live, you know, what on July 28th am I going to do if someone's completely freaked out about August 15th? What can you do? Can you, you know, can you say, you know, all you can do is point out it's not happening, really. Yeah. And see that this is the mental bondage. Here we are now, and we're getting bound in time, constantly. Yeah. We're constantly being, old letters are constantly sent. Bills are constantly sent. Evictions are constantly sent. And then the fear of them coming because they are still—they're going to be coming in the future. Yeah, you're a loser, you know, or you're really fucked up, or whatever. I'll, you're never going to be loved, you know, shit like this. Yeah, and it's almost like a, almost like a, a physical um, electrocution manufactured by the head. You get a a shock of, of fear. Yet there's nothing to be afraid of at the moment. It's all all been manufactured and what's allowing it to produce an effect is our believing in it all. Yeah. We trust the finite self to do what? To tell us about life, to tell us about us, to tell us about them, to lead us into a better future. Yeah. Does it succeed or is it a failed system? So if you're relying on self, you're relying on that which has defeated you. I don't see a great outcome in that situation. I just don't. <laughs> maybe you're not going to jail, but you maybe you'll be going into what's not happening quite a lot. And you can probably have the, the fear of going to jail with no pending charges. It'll just keep making shit up. So, yeah, the bondage of self is totally, I believe, mostly time-based. The past and the future is how you're bound, but where you feel it is now, yes, which is a drag. (laughs) Yeah, Seriously, isn't it? To be bound now by the past and the future is slavery
2: yeah
1: yeah so yeah thank you kurt for the
0: yeah thanks paul that was great yeah the um, you you mentioned this uh we, i was talking with kate a couple of weeks ago and she she's she said she started reading the book in a different way and it was really funny she made this comment and i thought it was just great because in bill's story he said i had arrived and she put self had arrived Yes. You know, and and she goes, oh, my God, I saw it in a totally different way. And then yeah. in emotional sobriety in that letter, emotional sobriety, you know, he I've read this before, you know, he said, I, this is just a paragraph. Suddenly, I realized what the matter was. My basic flaw had always been dependence. Well, I changed it. I said, suddenly I realized what the matter was. Self's basic flaw had always been dependence. Almost absolute dependence on people and circumstances to supply me or self with prestige, security, and the like. Failing to get these things according to my perfectionist dreams or self's perfectionist dreams. See, he's it, it, the writing. I he still identified as the condition. Yes. Yeah. Well, who knew? Who knew? It,
1: yeah. it wasn't right. that available at the time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's yeah. a great. That's that's what's great about the. You know the message that we're you know you're you're putting out here is because it's like driven like that's a that's a really important word driven right
1: yeah <laughs> and also self-reliance uh there's got to be something else in that equation what is relying on self mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah You can say in the activity, it's a mental one, but if basically, whatever we are is seemingly going along with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's funny. It's if that, which is reliable is relying on something unreliable. There you go. (laughs) That, which is all powerful, is relying on something that's powerlessness it's going to produce an effect that will be will will look like seeming powerlessness to that which is all powerful Mm. which is yeah Mm. Mm. yeah that's just in a resource may be being used by the parasite before we get to understand it Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah 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 well any hands It's the beautiful thing is we're sober today. And hopefully that battle between drinking and not drinking is over. And you're in a level of abstinence, which is a beautiful space concerning those things. And then we have the liberty and the leisure to talk about all this other stuff. Mm. But that's because we've been given a great gift of sobriety. Yeah, Yeah, the only way we would get to invariably finding Was be not drinking and using someone at a bar isn't pontificating around oh yes i see my role in you fucking punching me in the face last night Mm -hmm. it doesn't usually go that way does it No, no 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 because something thrives in a shallow petri dish yeah it does it doesn't want to have any flowing or moving shit it likes stagnancy it likes shit growing on top of stuff. Yeah. It does. And we're being moved to a let's say that would be an acidic Petri dish. We're being moved to an alkaline Petri dish. And we thrive in one of those conditions. Yes? Yeah. It's that wasn't the rose bushes' fault it wasn't blooming. <laughs> it was because it was in a bad pot with no soil and no water and no light. Once you get it, put it in the right conditions, it blooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It has the complete potentiality, but it's not able to find it. And it's not your fucking fault. (laughs) Yeah, It isn't. I'm so sick and tired of that shit with people. Yeah, it's enough. It's enough to live a day at a time to take all the weight of everything on your shoulder. You've got to at least get free from the guilt and shame based on the behavior that was exhibited while you were dancing with the gorilla, at least. Come on, you've got enough to be guilty about maybe by from yesterday. Do you have to have 35 year old shit with you? (laughs) Come on. Did you actually do that stuff? I sat there thinking of how I wanted to make my life and other people's lives miserable. No, (laughs) I wanted to get out of something that felt unbearable. So I did almost anything I could to do that. And I didn't care about the consequence tomorrow. I wanted to feel comfortable right now. Yeah. And to me, comfort was disassociation. Disassociation from Paul as best I could. Yeah. Unfortunately, nothing worked. Yeah. I didn't set out on that course. As my friend says, you know, uh, this is a fate-appointed illness, alcoholism. It's not fucking something you did. Yeah. So this whole idea of, of being the doer of shit we had really nothing to do with. Because we acted just like any other addict, an alcoholic, because the same thing was driving us. Yes? Not us, we were not the driver of the car. Let's get a, let's get clear about that, please. Because if not, you're dragging so many dead bodies with you, fucking all the time. And you what, you become a great martyr or something? Or you weren't that important. Have you ever done an, uh, uh, an amend and the person fucking didn't, you thought it was this huge event in that person's life? They don't even remember. They don't even remember you. Yeah. They go, oh, yeah, fine, sure. What? Yeah. You're not leaving a huge mark on tons of people. I mean, you're not that fucking important. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Jesus. I know I've destroyed your life. No. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And where, where is it rooted at? See, it's, it's rooted in the stubborn belief that you're the doer of whatever happens, no matter what. Yeah, that's the mental state. And this is where something like Buddhism comes into play. In Re- because Buddha had a very clear understanding. He said, yeah, events are happening and deeds are done, but there's no individual doer thereof. What? Yeah. And in our lives, obviously, the event that was happening was I was fucking getting loaded, giving something its food, right? Deeds were done based on it driving me to that point. And thank God I I wasn't a doer thereof. I'm accountable, but I didn't fucking – I'm not responsible. I didn't sit home cooking up this shit to do to people. I didn't. Yeah? I didn't. I just kept – Falling into conditions, and in my case, I didn't know how low I could go. It just, I threw, you know, I lived on bottoms. Yeah, <laughs> I just kept adapting, and it seemed like I would keep adapting until I was put in jail again, or killed, or go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much the situation. <laughs> Something saw saw this life differently and struck me sober. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that simple.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got a couple of hands.
1: Everyone hand. gets struck sober, but the sobriety is the same. It doesn't matter how you get there. It matters what happens when you get there. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Grace abounds. Stop, you know, just tell the truth about relying on self. We're not asking you to stop that. We just want to see that it isn't you that's relying on self yeah it's the heads relying on itself all right great yeah if it's not me what possibilities are available i can be free from it wow that's pretty cool i don't have to pontificate and do mea culpas for 40 years based on what it did instead of what i did yeah yes i mean i can make one amend and then live it i don't have to make 30 amends to the same person give me a fucking break <laughs> Just, yeah 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 i remember i worked with people and i had to tell them to stop doing inventories they would fucking, they twist they were not enjoying sobriety they went over every minutia of intention or motive. It was all blatantly self-obsession. I said, "Stop it. If you don't stop, I don't want to work with you. I'm tired of this fucking writing about everything. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yep. You do it to a point, and you turn it over. It doesn't become a self-help program. It's not your curriculum. The whole point is for us to be a maximum use. It's not for you to get great. That may be be possible, but that's not the whole intention. Yeah. And how the hell do you know how you're being used? You get a sense of the user and then you relax into it. You show up and now instead of having to do service to get out of the ass of self, you're of service. Yeah, you're readily available because you're present. Why are you present because you're not in what's not happening all fucking day? Why is that? Because what is in what's not happening, I'm not. And I've lost interest in it's what's not happening shenanigans. I'm fucking bored, stiff. Just like I'm bored when someone calls me for 30 minutes and wants to tell me all about what they're not. Yeah? I don't want to hear it really. Yeah. I've heard, you know. I've heard the same description thousands of times, and each describer feels uniquely special. It's insane. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Paul.
2: Yeah.
0: How about Gary? We got Gary's hand up. Hey, Paul.
3: Um what's really striking me today is is the the fact or the observation that you can't leave something that there can be no leaving of something that is identified with. It's like, you know, the tattoo. If it's tattooed, there's there's no getting away from it so your observation the observation that it might possibly be something else which is you know the whole point of that page 64 thing self has defeated us but then they drop back into well we're the we're the source of all there's that confusion but but there for a moment in the sun is is you know that glowing observation that perhaps it's not all me it's something you know i can see it there's a seeing of it from a different position and that makes all the difference i'm really appreciating that it's it's like a logical thing you know you, you can't separate from something that is you. Of course not, there's no separation from that. So, you know, just to consider that possibility makes so much more available. I really appreciate that observation. It's one of the key ones that you brought into my life. I'm, I'm really, you know, grateful for, for that. And it reverberates today, so, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, thanks for that. Keep keep
1: on keeping on. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why it says in the vision for us, whatever, uh, you know, this thing's going to, you know, we know but a little, meaning those people who are wrote, writing the book and people who come after it are going to add on to it. So here you go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, maybe we're trying to add a clarity about something that was still unclear. Because at one moment it's crystal clear that something other than us has defeated us, and then then the next moment we are the problem. So obviously I would see that as an act of being identified as self. Yeah? Which is a
3: perfect illustration of the of the thing they commented on the, the, the sentence
1: before. It yes it claims the next. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So and and it is confusing in a way. Just like when you're up the SSL and you read you jumped ahead and you read uh near the tenth step or something, uh you'll cease fighting everyone or anything. It sounded like an order, you know? Yeah. All right, I got to March fiftieth, I mean thirteenth to stop fighting everyone or anything. That's how my head heard it. Yeah, another fucking thing I got to do that I can't do. But it's not that. It's describing an effect that's happened. Yeah, it's not describing you or a call to arms. But you see how the meaning is based on where we're looking at it from. So our understanding gives meaning to what we're trying to understand. So sometimes you need a new pair of glasses (laughs) so you can see something you aren't seeing. And maybe it will open up another, maybe you'll realize you have more windows in your house than you thought. Yeah. Maybe there's more sunlight of the spirit can come in because you just become, you become aware, hey, there's two windows in this room. Just move the curtains. And yeah. Yeah. What are those fucking things doing? The curtains move.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: So
1: yeah, this is all where there's nothing we're not no one's trying to change shit. the program is completely sound we're just talking about the exact nature of the thing and Mm -hmm. how self is what has defeated us you defeated you you know there's something there and i to me think it's an example that uh there was going to be people after that were going to bring something to this download called the big book i feel yeah so there you go. There you
0: go. Thanks, yeah. Gary. Thanks. Uh, we got Kaiser's hand up.
2: Hey, Paul. Nice. Uh, you'd mentioned something uh, several times about uh, abstinence, and I'd love to get your opinion on that. Um, when I first came into the program, it seemed like that was the goal, the abstinence, like if you're abstinent then things will work out and and i found out that you know it's a spiritual way of life and then and then sobriety is kind of a side effect that. and then everything starts to fall in line the problems removed um and and you talk about abstinence quite a bit it's tricky because now i have a long period a very long period of consistent abstinence and when i go to a meeting sometimes that long period seems like I know something and I'm got like a higher rank or something like that. Um, and, and that doesn't seem to be true, except you've talked about the power of abstinence, which is, it does somewhat accumulate and other things are kind of unfolded over time. Um, the power of abstinence, I start to identify, I and I don't really, I just I don't have a specific question, but I think that your perspective on abstinence, there's something there that, um, that would be really interesting for me to hear. What, what's your opinion on abstinence, the power of abstinence, that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, it's not something we do. Yeah. It's a state that we're in, I feel. Yeah. yeah. A state that you're in is completely different than something you do. Now, this is part of you your placed in a position of neutrality. Now, in my experience, I haven't had a st- strong feeling or a thought about drinking or using for 30 something years. So that would be that place of neutrality is like the space of abstinence. Yeah. Not forced abstinence, not uh acquired or achieved abstinence but a state of neutrality you're just not interested in in uh (laughs) adding anything to the boat that you're in (laughs) drinking or using so yeah and i feel everyone either now or later on will have an intimate sense of abstinence yeah and to me the word doesn't really uh uh capture the sense of living in that state. Yeah. Because uh that one driven to, to that drink was one of the main drivens that uh that urge and want to get out of whatever I felt I was in was pretty fucking uh potent. And very, very, I couldn't withstand it. When I felt an urge, I followed it. Yeah. And that urge was fucking habitual at the end for years and years. So to not have that in in the field of experience anymore implies that I'm in a state, (laughs) a different state. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's sort of like. Yeah, there is a big dog that runs around, runs the house, bites you, bites others, shits all over the place, and that dog's asleep. And I have no interest in teasing it. <laughs> I have no interest in, you know, bringing a bone close to its nose. And let's see what happens if it wakes up. I have no interest in it. I, I love that dog being asleep, and it's been <laughs> sedated for years. And hallelujah. So that's what I sort of mean by abstinence. It's not something, you know. Maybe you know, if you're clenching your teeth and you, you know, you're trying to abstain. That's not what I'm speaking about. I'm speaking about a state of abstinence. Yeah. 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 I feel it's available in a life of recovery. Obviously, many of us can sense it or, or identify with what I'm saying in their own way, because they have their own intimacy with being, you know, for, with something doing for them that what they couldn't do for themselves. Yeah. I think that place of neutrality could be the land of abstinence. Let's say in a lot of ways. Yeah. So you don't overindulge in thinking you don't overindulge in self-pity this shit. Yeah, you come out of these little swoons much quicker with no bruises, really. And you haven't acted out or did anything. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, the real abstinence is from thoughts. And I feel the basis of that is the understanding they're not mine. Yeah, if you believe the thoughts are yours, you're apt to do a lot of shit that you won't do if you see them as just thoughts, (laughs) really. I mean, once they have you behind them, they can get you into a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. So if you come to these talks, we all go into the my thoughts and my that and see to tell the truth about that, because they're not yours, yeah, you've got a run of the mill thought system. You triggered by an algorithm. That algorithm, once you buy, get the first notes rang, it sends a familiar song down. And then you obviously, I'm thinking of, I'm doing all the thinking now because this is all about me. Yeah, yeah. But that's just, it's manufactured. Yeah. Ding. Uh, interest arises. Ding. Thoughts download. Your reaction, mine thoughts, then you seem to be compelled to do something or buy a product or whatever. Yes, they use it on a lot of levels. But uh, it's been using us for, for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's why it's so I feel so important. Do the re, do the inventory the way you want. And then maybe do a little sample of an inventory and of and taking the theme of looking at self's manifestations as as what has defeated you. Just do a sample part and just see the difference between your resentments and our resentment. There it's usually different. The weight is unbelievably different. And the life expectancy is unbelievably different. (laughs) A resentment called yours can live for fucking years and years and years. Yeah. A resentment can't doesn't stay It's, it comes and goes unless it's branded like a cattle, you know, and then it becomes your resentment. Then it fucking gets grazes on all the shit you're feeding it and milking it for whatever excuses and fucking shit like that. Yeah. It's all sense of ownership, isn't it? What's humility? It's really a lack of sense of ownership when humility you you're grateful for what's going on you don't think it's yours in a way it's like hey this is very cool and uh yeah so
0: We got kate's hands up
1: remember what time i've gotta go today soon uh or I'm all right. Yeah, we're all right. i'm
4: all right all right kate
1: it. yeah we're all right i gotta go somewhere
4: okay well, hopefully this don't bit. take you long but um, Paul, I really appreciated your analogy of like the, the tree planted in the bad soil. Because, yeah. you know, when you're talking right now, it makes me think about, um, you know, um, you know, God is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Like the tree planted in bad soil or planted in self can't do for itself what happens when it's planted in the good soil. and And then... And also too, um, when you're talking about, you know, that tree and like the leaves are falling off and the stuff's going over everything around it, you know, that's because it's like, it's not its fault. It's planted in self kind of, <laughs> you know, so I really appreciate your analogy about that. And, um, and also too talking about how, um, you know, we can get so into looking at, you know, where we're bad and wrong. And correct me if I'm wrong, but how I'm seeing that after listening to you is like, yeah, that's just more self. Yes. You know, me constantly looking at, you know, where I'm bad, where I'm wrong, instead of just, yeah, I don't know. But you're really helping me see some things really differently, which is awesome. So I really appreciate you. Thanks.
1: Great. Yes. That thing about Constantly going over it, again, it's rooted in an idea, a strong one, that you are the doer of it, and that you should have known better and not done it, and then it riffs on tons of stuff, yeah? It's not only that you you did something you shouldn't have, and you didn't have to, yes? So it makes it really volitional, really, yeah, it's like you are bad in a way, because... Mm -hmm. You didn't have to do it, but you did it. It's just that it's, it uh, fucking, it can, it can just suck every drop of blood out of you. Yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, it's incredible. Really? It won't leave, it doesn't take a pound of flesh, it takes a lot more than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not only that you did it, but you shouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's (laughs) wrong with you? Why did you do that? Fuck yeah! So now you're now you're whipping yourself because of a disease. Let's Mm -hmm. call alcoholism a disease. You know, insane. (laughs) It's insane, really. But you have to see it. It's not different from a lot of, uh, you know, people have. Mercy and pity, like even in wartime, you know, people who used to have a uh, shell shock, they'd have to keep fucking fighting because you weren't bleeding. It wasn't obvious. You didn't have shrapnel in your shoulder, but you were totally fucking demoralized. No one saw that as anything. Yeah. Oh, just buckle up. Pull yourself up from your bootstraps. <laughs> fucking are you a man or not? And a person's totally incapacitated. Yeah. Because this is what happens. The more subtle, yes, the more subtle, the more shenanigans can go around it. Something can drive you to do tons of shit and is never even noticed. It's all about you. It's incredible. It becomes a moral issue, even though they yapped and yapped for years and made it a disease but really most people living under the fucking weight of alcoholism think they're bad mm-hmm. they're thinking they should have done something else because of the underlying programming of you're the fucking the doer you're this you're that yes yeah uh it just opens just has a field day yeah and it constantly can go go back and let's review what i should have done 30 years it's just obsession with self exactly yeah but see that's how something keeps appearing that's not there (laughs) it's got to be remembered constantly because it's not there yeah what your spirits never remembered it's just on the i am is i am yeah it's i am needs to be remembered no it doesn't it's there yeah what's not here to appear to be here has to be remembered, has to be remembered constantly. That's the mental fucking selfing, to reinforce this idea, yeah. But yeah, hey, let's say goodbye, I eh? okay. gotta get ready for this okay. other thing soon. Go for it. Hey, uh, all right, so we've got Annette from PA, Pennsylvania. Nice to see you again, Annette.
4: Hi, Annette my question next time
1: oh please yeah i have to pick up my girlfriend's kids today so from school and i'm i'm afraid they're gonna stop me at the office
4: for
1: all the shit i did in school <laughs> 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 So, yes, if you don't, if it's short, Annette, we'll do it now. If you have it quick. No,
4: no, probably not.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you, then. And Carrie from Hawaii. Nice to see you, Carrie, as always. Say hello to uh, our lovely Judith there. Hey,
2: I helped her stay on the floors yesterday all day in that front house. It looks really awesome. Oh, (laughs)
1: awesome. Good.
2: Good. Can't wait to go back there. So tell her. It'll be nice. Except I'm moving in there. Oh, you are? (laughs) In the front house. I'm going to rent it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it's nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good, good. You can sleep in the kitchen or something. I will
1: work it out. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're going to have to build something else there. Well, yeah,
2: yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice to see you, Carrie. Kurt, as always, thank you. Thank you for the reading and everything else. Kurt's going to be speaking at that meeting we spoke at Tuesday, next Tuesday. So come and join them there. I have something to do, but yeah, that would be a treasure. Don't miss it. Yeah? Thanks, All right? We've got uh Rawl C. Nice to see you, Rawl. Maria, there you go. Stefan on having that left. Gary, the man in the corner. Joseph, France, Roman, Germany, nice to see you, Paul. Jeff P. Seems to be on the move outside, sun's right overhead. We got Terry from Maine, she's uh, yeah, she's venturing outside, yes. <laughs> Michael Stacy, as always, pleasure. Jack G is eating someone else's food in someone else's kitchen, it's always good. We've got Kate, thank you, Kate, for your share. Yeah, Kaiser as always induces me to look into things which is nice yeah maria you a blank screen amy from seattle always a pleasure to see her uh let's see we've got do i think i went to the same page wait a minute i'm, I'm stuck on one page all right well hey it's a pleasure who if i haven't if i'm not seeing you uh I'm saying goodbye. And the hole in the
3: donut. That's it.